Thank you so much, Lynn. Hello, everybody. I'm just going to get my phone here, get the Haribo here. And um, yeah, like I said, it'll all make sense in a second. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Apologies. I've already been called out for my slightly tepid Christmas jumper because the levels are so high in this real thing right now. So yeah, I'll, I'll come with my A game next year. So um, yeah, like I said, Merry Christmas. Um, I'm going to need every child, um, and not just the people that want Haribo, okay, actual children, to please come to the front. I'm going to need you at the front for our service today, okay? So if you, can we give them a clap? There are some fantastic costumes. Wow. So I don't know how, how comfortable the floor is, but I don't, I'm going to need you to kind of position yourselves in a little way that you can have a listen at the front down there, kids. Um, although to be fair, actually come up, come up and yeah, let everyone see what's, no? Oh, they've got to, all right, okay, sorry, you've got to be down there. All right, okay, so yeah, if everyone takes a, everyone takes a seat, first of all, okay. Um, so the reason why I've asked you guys to come to the front is so that everybody can see how amazing you all look. But then also, because I'm going to need you to be able to get through what I have to say today, okay. So I'm going to ask my little angel to come to the front, okay, because she's going to show everybody what I'd like them to do, okay? So, Naomi will tell you that as her dad, I talk a lot, okay? So I'd like you guys to listen out to some specific words that I'm going to say today. So when I say the word light, I want you to do this. Can everyone do that? Yeah? Light? Got it? Okay, cool. And when I say the word Christmas, I want you to do, oh, he's ahead of me, to be fair. I'm going to put my, my microphone down so I can show you. Okay. So Christmas, I need you to do not just this. That's too easy. Okay, I need you to stand up and do this. Yeah? Okay. And obviously, this is a Christmas service. So you can be doing that a lot. Okay. Um, and then, <laughs> if anyone hadn't noticed, um, and then finally, I want you, um, and this is, um, obviously we're in church, so I'm going to say this word a lot also, so this is Jesus, okay, so for Jesus, what do we do, Naomi, do you remember? That's it, yeah, so that's a crown, okay, so I want you to do that, okay, so, and then what's going to happen is, Naomi, I don't know how smart this is, I'm going to put her in charge of the Haribo, um, Lynn, if you could just make sure she's not eating all of it. Um, but I'm going to put her in charge of the Haribo, and she's going to, for each child that does the actions really well, she's going to give a packet of Haribo, okay? Um, and if there's any left over, she might give some to the best adults at it as well, okay? And Mike's grinning there. He, he wants that Haribo. He wants that Haribo, okay? So, um, so I'm just going to open this up. And Naomi, if you can take a stand or sit down there with the Haribo. When we get started, you can start handing that out, okay? So, I'm going to start talking very soon, okay? So we're going to get a chance at the Haribo very soon. Um, but before we do, um, I'm just going to, obviously Becca um, read the, our verses for today earlier on. But I'm going to ask Isaac to come up and read them again, just to jog everyone's memory. Because we're going to be based... Um, today on Isaiah chapter 9 verses 6 and 7 okay so Isaac do you want to come if you come around this side and 
For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on on his on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the of the greatness of the government and peace there will be no end. He will reign over David's throne and over his kingdom, establishingly and holding, un, upholding in in with justice and righteousness from that time on and for forever. The seal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Awesome. Thank you, Isaac. And so, Christmas. Wow, we're pretty slow on the uptake, guys. Pastor G's got it. Christmas <laughs> is the most special time of the year, okay? You know I mean, who, do, who gets one? Who got a sweet? Other than you, please. Do you want to give it? You, you can give a sweet to somebody, yeah? Keep, you keep handing them out. So my, my favorite Christmas <laughs> song. <laughs> my favorite Christmas song is possibly... Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. Everyone know that one? It's the most wonderful time of... Yeah, I love that song, yeah. I just literally wake up on Christmas Day, I'm prancing about the lounge, I just look ridiculous singing that song. It, 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 it does my wife's head in to no end, really. But it is, it's true, and I love that song, not just because you can sing it in a really silly way, but because it kind of sums up all, like, the the wonderful things about this time of year when you look outside and you get caught up in the kind of festive cheer and jingling bells and parties and everything else. I mean, I know, obviously I know what I like about Christmas, but do, can any of you kids, can you tell me what you like about Christmas? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone's very excited about that. So I'm really, I don't know your name. What's your name? Faith. Do you want to? Do you want to tell me what, what are you? What, what do you like about Christmas? Um, I like opening the presents under the tree. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew that one would be up nice and early. Opening the presents. Thank you, Faith. Um, Arjun. Food. Food. Amen. Spending time with my family. That's Jesus's birth. Uh, very good, very, very good. Okay, and these are all. Oh, sorry to be, I miss you there. Um, I like Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding, yes, I'm on that as well with the brandy sauce. It has to be with the brandy sauce. So, yeah, those are all brilliant things about Christmas, okay? And, and I mean, there's some things about Christmas that I wouldn't mind if they weren't there. So like Brussels sprouts, that doesn't need to be there in Christmas. So it's easily just as, as amazing a festive time without those kind of things. But all together, I'm with, I'm with my mate Jacob, okay, in terms of that Christmas would be basically impossible without family. And in a funny way, um, our passage today, our, our verses today are really about that. Um, so... The verses are taken from Isaiah, and Isaiah is a man that was led by God to speak to the country of Israel. And the Bible teaches us that God looks on this country of Israel as his son, as his firstborn son. 
But Isaiah speaks at a time when this son, Israel, has stopped listening to their daddy God. You know, a child not listening to their father? Ridiculous. You know? And as a result, they are heading into a lot of trouble. And in fact, the passages prior to this, they, they, they teach us that actually the Israel are lost and they are in the darkness. You know, being in the dark is, is not nice. Can anyone tell me some things that they don't like about being in the dark? Yeah? Tilly? Um, shadow monsters. <laughs> anyone else? That about being in the dark. Arjun, is that another one? Seeing, seeing no light. Seeing no light, yeah, that's not good either. You see, there's loads of things that are not good about being in the dark. It's horrible. That's why when the people that Isaiah talks about in this passage, that when, when we think about them, they, they are so sad. But you know what? The, the best thing is that God isn't like the parents in Home Alone. You know, he's not stuck on a plane shouting, Kevin. He doesn't forget his kids. Isn't that brilliant? And so instead, he sends a light into the darkness. Thank you, thank you, yes, get those sweets out. Get those sweets, can you see all those twinkling eyes? Who's not had a sweet yet, Naomi? Do you wanna give, give some packets of sweets out? There are lots of twinkling hands. Brilliant, so he sends a light into the darkness. He rescues the children that made a mistake, that didn't, that didn't listen, and instead, he sends a, a perfect child, a child that listens and obeys to the word, his son, Jesus. And that's a son that we celebrate. Yeah, there's some crowns. There's some crowns. Any other sweets out there? Thank you, his son, Jesus. Naomi, do you want to keep giving those sweets for me, sweetheart? Um, <laughs> and his perfect son, Jesus. Yes, his <laughs> who has lots and lots of names, okay? So my name in full is Ababukala Uviera Alamalaya. It's a little tricky to say, I'll be honest, and I've been called lots of things um, over the years, okay? Most people here will know me as Bucky. Um, I've also been called Bucolic, Buxter, Books. Bucky O'Hare, there might be a few people on this to remember what that is. Um, but Coca-Cola, um, I mean, my, my PE teacher just literally just gave up. He just called me Ollie. Just, I, don't, I don't even know where that comes from. I'm just Ollie. So, um, but my name in full was given to me by my grandparents. And, and that makes it special to me. Uh, my surname means that he who has children has the world. Um, and that's why kids are really important in my family. Um, and in the same way that the names that were given to me have a meaning, um, the names that are given to Jesus, oh God, thank you, Maggie, Jesus, yeah, <laughs> are really important and special in this passage. And, and they are not put there by accident at all. Let's look at the first one. He is a wonderful counselor. A counselor, kids, is somebody that guides us. 
You see, we, when we were speaking earlier about the dark and the shadow monsters and not being able to see and all the awful things about being in the dark, when we're stepping into the unknown um, and turning the corner and thinking, oh, we actually don't know what's coming next, we need a guide. Right now can be a really scary time, not just for kids, actually probably more so for adults when you turn on Sky News or whatever else. Um, we don't know what's around the corner and uh, we can feel like we're walking around with, you know, with a blindfold on, lost. But at Christmas time, Christmas time, Christmas, thank you, <laughs> Christmas time, <laughs> we can be happy because God has sent his perfect son to be our counselor and guide us through the darkness, guide us past the shadow monsters and all the awful things that are around in life. And, and that's wonderful, isn't it? Um, and God has also sent his son to be more than that, though. He is mighty God. You know what that means is that Jesus does more. <laughs> he does more than help us navigate. Is there, is, there, is there anyone that's not got a suite yet at the front? Who's not got a suite? Naomi. I've seen Grace and Chloe do loads of actions. Do you want to get those sweets out to them, honey? Yeah? You get those sweets out to them. Um, it means that Jesus... Sorry, I've lost my place. I'm sort of thinking about the Haribo. <laughs> he does more than help us navigate the darkness, you know. Um, we celebrate that Jesus came at Christmas time. <laughs> Mark absolutely has to. Mark has not missed. I'm going to keep a, a packet for you. You have not missed a trick the whole <laughs> this. Um, we celebrate that Jesus comes to not just help us navigate the darkness and guide us through it as a counselor. He comes to conquer it. He comes to get rid of it altogether. He comes to turn the light switch on so the darkness is gone altogether. That's it, the light switch off. And that is just such a wonderful thing because, because Jesus himself, you know, we think about him as our friend. And we think about him as coming as human, but actually he is God and he's able to get rid of the darkness altogether because he is mighty. He's, he's put the stars in the sky. He's, he's been there from the beginning of time. He's carved the mountains out. He's poured the waters into the sea. And at Christmas time, we get to celebrate that the, 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 the being that did this came for us. What that mighty God without boundaries comes to save us. Isn't that wonderful? And that's that, that, that is such an important part about his identity that Jesus is not just <laughs> that, yes you got it Isaac you got it <laughs> it's not just the baby in the manger he is God and, and that's what gives us confidence around the, the, the darkness um, and because he's God he's not just the perfect son he's an everlasting father so I'm going to be level with everybody. My dad is the best dad in the world. Best father. I know everybody says that, but I genuinely mean it. And, um, you know, I can, I can sit down. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to sit down after the, the, the service and debate with everybody all the reasons why my dad is better than your dad. Um, yeah, but um, I, I reckon that we probably do have some good dads in this, in this building. 
And so and I reckon if I squeezed it out of the kids at the front, you might be able to say some things that are nice about your dad. Do you reckon? Go on then, Lily. What, what do you like about your dad? Uh, he's caring. He's a good driver. He's a good driver. We'll <laughs> <laughs> take that. <laughs> Tilly, what's, what's good about your dad? Um, he helps our family. He helps your family. He's cheeky. He's cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to defend himself either. He's kind and helpful. Oh, just our family. Yeah. Faye? And he spent his love with me. Oh, he spent his love with you. What a great dad. I do this better than Jim. <laughs> He's brave. So we've seen lots and lots of moments about dads and fathers. And Jesus here is described as the everlasting father. And I guess it's only since I've become a dad myself that I realize exactly how hard it is to be a dad, to provide, to protect, to nurture, um, to lead, to be a good driver like Mark. I haven't mastered that, to be honest. Um, and as good as Mark is and my dad is, <laughs> um, neither of them are perfect. <laughs> Jesus, the mighty God, is perfect. Um, he, he provides for his children because he is mighty, because he, he did all the amazing things that we spoke about earlier, because he created all things. He's able to protect us because he's able to not just uh, navigate the darkness. He's able to conquer the darkness. He's capable of being a father like no other. He's everlasting. He's cared for us before we even came into existence and will care for us evermore after. That is an amazing father. And knowing these things, to me, gives us the ultimate comfort and brings us peace. You know, a good father is a good role model. Uh, and this is also true of a good leader. You know, a good father is a good leader. And, you know, Obviously, we've got the example of a leader in this passage as a, as a prince, and where he is named as the Prince of Peace. That's a name that's given to Jesus. I mean, how many times <laughs> there are some, I mean, the kids have given up, but some of the adults are still going with these motions. I love it. <laughs> um, how many times can we say um, that our leaders bring peace? Jesus leads with justice and righteousness. Verse 7 says, I mean, what, what, what do you think about, or who do you think about when you think about a good leader? You know, do, do you think about, um, you know, Roy Keane? Do you think about <laughs> Martin Luther King? No, I need you to appreciate that one. <laughs> do you think about, you know, Nelson Mandela? I can't believe I've just mentioned Roy Keane in the same sentence as those. Oh, forgive me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is, even our best leaders, all those examples, particularly Roy Keane, um, will let us down <laughs> from time to time. They're not good all of the time. And, and you know, obviously that's sharp, you know, front and center at the moment, you know, Christmas party scandals and all sorts, really. 
The truth is, we can't be too surprised when these things happen, you know? We can't expect our leaders to be perfect because they're just like us. We're not perfect, you know? Uh, and we are not filled with justice and righteousness. Only Jesus embodies justice and righteousness perfectly. He is the perfect leader and prince and king. So I hope you can see how each name, as we've gone along through Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, gives greater meaning to the name that follows. You know, so as Christians, we believe that the word of God, the Bible, is, is, is God-breathed, inspired by him. So every word, syllable, doesn't happen by accident. It's not just thrown together. Um, and you know, especially in this, when I talk about Isaiah, I'm talking about it, so uh, of course it's Jesus. But the reality is that these, thank you, the reality is that these words were written hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus arrived on earth. <laughs> thank you. I mean, have you still got those sweets out? Yeah. Has everyone got a sweet at the front? Yeah? Everyone's got one. All right, okay. There might still be some spare for some devoted adults at the end. <laughs> um, but the truth is, these words were written hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And the fulfillment of this passage in Jesus Christ was, was not a coincidence. And believe it or not, you being here today is not a coincidence either. You know, see, the God of heaven that cared enough for the people of Israel to promise them a light in the darkness all those years ago is the same God that is available and giving us the same promise of light in the darkness today. Thank you. Make your light shine. <laughs> we'll get that later on. And, um, you know, perhaps, perhaps you are stumbling around in the darkness, you know, um, having a really difficult, we're all in a bit of a difficult time, you know, at the minute, you know, all in a pickle for various different reasons. Um, anxious about what's going on. Or perhaps rather than troubled by the shadow monsters and darkness that's outside of us, we're troubled by the darkness that's inside of us. Guilty and ashamed for the evil things or the, the things that we say or the things that we've done. Each of us have, has our regrets. Um, but we celebrate at Christmas the arrival of the... <laughs> yes, Isaac! Come on! <laughs> the arrival of that light that comes to get rid of the darkness, gets rid of the shame uh, and guilt that we might feel inside um, and gets rid of any reason for us to feel anxious about anything outside. Um, and so God has sent his son so that you can be restored to his family. Um, he sent his only son, his loving unstoppable, comforting, mighty God of a son so that you can come to know him today. And so if you haven't put your trust in him, if you haven't put your belief in him, it's still available to you today, just as it was available to the people of Israel all those years ago. So I'm just going to close in prayer. Lord God, we thank you we thank you for this, the gift of your perfect son that we celebrate today. We thank you because though we were lost, though we were stuck in darkness, though we were afraid, you provided a way out when you, you know, could have turned your back on us, uh, given up on us altogether. You provided your light, the light of your son, uh, 
perfect Jesus um, as we celebrate um, over the next few days as we celebrate today help us not to lose track of how amazing you are and how grateful we should be um, for the gift of your son Amen.